consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself. How could a woman possibly fight you? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Ah. Network. What's up, guys, and welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Urs, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. And once again, I say in the red corner, but I'm the one with the red on today, basically, right? Um, it's, uh, it's my boy, Ed's, uh, representing Marvel Comics. How are you doing, bro? Uh, magnifique. Actually, rep- representing playstation i think it is today right, Play- <laughs> <laughs> right. you gotta represent the tribe man exactly exactly you gotta represent oh. the, the ps look at that oh. ps5 man the glorious ps5 you know what i mean <laughs> still rare people still can't find them that is that is true man that is true but you know these these like computer games are so flipping addictive man it's like um we um my my kids i give them like you know money every week for um for pocket money and now instead they've got these like little kind of credit card things that you can put money into right so i've been doing that every week and every week they've been trying to save enough money to get something so this week now they've accumulated like 70 quid basically right Damn. so discipline yeah. kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so my daughter's like oh, i want to go and buy these massive lego set and obviously like legos are like super expensive yeah. and my son's like oh i want to you know go buy a computer games so he bought luigi's mansion on the on the switch yeah, and nice. that thing man ridiculously addictive like literally like i think game. we were playing it for like yeah, I think we played it for like five hours on a Saturday. And like, wow. my wife's like, what the hell are you guys doing, man? He's just sitting there playing this game. <laughs> like, you know, like literally the whole day was spent hey, just playing Luigi. Argument Spanish. should always be whenever that comes up. I'm teaching the boy hand-eye coordination. That's to <laughs> yeah. be your go-to. The thing is, though, you know these, you know, kids nowadays, they're so, they're so used to watching stuff, watching somebody else play on YouTube. Mm. is that what they do is they're like oh yeah i want to uh, you play it i want to watch you play it it's i'm like, finding no. that is happening to me as well it's mad yeah. even with this thing here so, like a game that i've got but i'll watch somebody else play it <laughs> <Rather> than, <laughs> you do i'll it play so like well. five minutes of it and be like i don't okay no and that's what somebody else play <laughs> like what has happened to my brain like what is going on that's exactly what the kids are like they're like literally like can you play it and we'll watch you because they're kind of they're kind of scared to be like if they get killed by the ghosts or whatever they're like you know they're like scared to make a mistake whereas like if i die i don't care i'll start again you know what i mean i think that's a that's a that's a mentality of uh of, yeah. of, you know of, of kids a lot these days that man. Is discipline or they can save that much money like when i look at pictures of myself when i was a uh, when i was young <laughs> through teenage years to before I was so skinny, and that reason, the reason for that, completely goes down to comic books. Because every bit of money I would get, lunch money, any little bit of spending money, was went to buying comic books, and I was literally yeah. starving myself, like, <laughs> like I lost in the jungle, like just discovered <laughs> explorers. I just felt like all emaciated. It's like these things nearly killed me, man. 
discovered with a huge collection of image comics yeah. just in the middle of the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> 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 that's what hilarious sort of physical state could i have been in if i actually had nutrition i could have been like seven foot tall or something but i just starved that, myself that that's true that's true you could have been like a yeah you could have been like literally like a you know a monster like you know what i mean like fully like you know just uh you know and, th- and then the hollywood dreams could have come mm. come true as well oh. <laughs> you know? rock could have been peers exactly enemies a stare down like a stare down you know exactly. I mean? like uh you know that would be that would be the thing so so guys we have got a lot of comic book stuff to be talking about today uh we're gonna be talking about the air cart we're gonna be talking about some star wars peacemaker finale the the batman Deathstroke storyboards that come up so wonder twins zero uh with 50 cent some marvel comic stuff wild cards and the boys as well so much stuff to talk about man so uh where do we start we'll start with the air cut and this is the thing that doesn't seem to be going away like uh, ever basically uh david Ayer is continuously releasing you know things based on stuff that he had shot uh, and the newest stuff that he's done is a, is a small bit of footage and also some photos of uh, Harley Quinn in like a, you know, blue and red kind of wedding dress kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, getting married to the Joker. Um, obviously, David Ayer is is kind of thinking, you know, maybe if I'm lucky, I might get you know, this. Well, um, you now's know, the this time to start going. doing it because it, it wasn't going to happen before with the other Suicide Squad movie coming out. But now that's kind of died down. Maybe he's feeling like, okay, and then maybe Warner Brothers be open to maybe doing this now. You know, it's not contradicting anything else. People won't be confused. Yeah. Who knows? Because the Harley Quinn is, yeah, because the Harley Quinn is there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, I'm, I'm all for directors, like, you know, having their vision and stuff like that. But, um, you know, th- for me, like, I was, when I saw The Suicide Squad, I, I was so disappointed in it. Um, and I so, um, I, I had this thing, like when I saw the Joker, I was like, what the hell have you done? <laughs> right? What have you done to this thing? And also just thinking to myself, like, why would you choose this storyline? It's such a bizarre, over fantastical storyline to be choosing, which yeah. makes very little sense. For the characters he had, yeah. And now they're obviously they're retrofitting it, saying, you know, it was because of the fact that we're gonna have Steppenwolf there and blah blah. It's like there's no point. There's no there's, you could you could have made a much more compact, smaller, whatever storyline. And basically they decided to get ego, uh, you know, kind of make the best of them pretty much and just yeah. go go off on one. How much cheaper so, would it have been if it wasn't some ancient god re- reincarnated? Like you didn't need to be that because Suicide Squad works best when it's more grounded villains are going after because yeah what's the point of what good would someone like harley quinn be necessarily against what they were yeah. going up against i still i still stand by my by my by my rewrite which is basically <laughs> which was which is the um you know the the thing that you know because they're obviously they're going and they're trying to they go to this place and they're like oh you gotta go and save this person or whatever mm. and you know it's uh, they go and it's Amanda Waller. Waller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have right. been so much better. And, my, so and the thing better. is, they save they save Amanda Waller. But my my theory was basically like, 
they go and they save somebody but they don't know who this person is mm. but the audience knows who who it is um and it would have been steve trevor because then every the audience is like what the how is he alive like at this and then it's like okay fine they've gone to save steve trevor in this thing they don't know who this guy is nobody knows who this guy apart from the audience who are now gonna have 10 trillion videos on youtube trying to say how is steve trevor alive how is this happening you know much more compacted storyline and it would have made everything you know fit a lot better but i don't know man ego is ego you know what i mean i guess so they never would have they never would have done that um so uh, would you you'd i guess i you'd watch the air cut well we probably Oof. all watch the air cut if it was coming right but want to see know. whether you know is is his arguments are founded like if it really was a better film turn out that Snyder's was so maybe his is too who knows so it couldn't be any worse no right so, no it's, way. so it's, it's definitely gonna be better but how much better god knows man you know what yeah. I mean? so if we ever get that then uh then fair enough man but um you know one thing that doesn't fill me with hope is um basically that my 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 sister-in-law uh she um she loves watching tennis and stuff right so she's got discovery plus basically to watch the sports and things like that so when she came over to our house there um you know over a couple of weekends ago um we logged in to discovery plus so she could watch the tennis and stuff right and since then she's like oh just don't bother unlogging just like leave it on there and you guys can watch it nice and i've been and i've been on discovery plus right and it's like it is the worst programming i've ever really? seen in my entire life it's just all those goofy reality shows isn't it yeah it's like you know uh my 600 pound life yeah. my 800 pound life 90 day fiance 60 day fiance uh you know uh what's it called um uh, you know like gold uh gold kind of uh you know people basically go and find gold in like yeah. you know some random place and stuff and it's like literally all the programming is that and Trash it's like TV. what happened to discovery man come on that was yeah. prestige television when i was younger yeah Exactly, exactly. And those are the guys who are buying, uh, <laughs> buying yeah, Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers right? yeah. <laughs> and it's like <sighs> you know the trash level of TV that mm. that is gonna be. You know what I mean? So it's just like the, you know, Discovery are literally gonna be like these things cost us nothing to make and make us a crap load of money so that's the kind of crap that we basically want to put on um it will literally actually it might be good because they might actually go it'll be like oh let's go to fans houses to see their <laughs> see their collections of com- <laughs> comic book stuff you know I mean? so yeah you, that's the kind of stuff that we're gonna get on there you what know was that I mean? uh, so, kevin smith show that he had what comic book men it'd just be like oh that that focuses yeah DC. that's basically what it's going to be oh we went to this it'll be like cribs but like a like a dc dc version like they'll just get it out his bedroom like the back cave (laughs) yeah exactly exactly so yeah so um let's go on to some disney stuff there now and john watts who seems to not be able to do anything wrong uh for disney and marvel um has uh been offered a star wars film right um so john watts in the star wars film obviously a lot of the stuff that he's been doing is kind of like well john watts directed the uh spider-man films uh spider-man stuff yeah yeah so 
do you reckon would you be this is connected to Feige because we know that Feige is developing a tr- his own trilogy of in Star Wars. So he's gonna he's not a director. So do you think Watts could be the director Maybe that he's bringing in? It might be. It might be. Yeah, it might be sense. like Feige's made an outline of a mm. storyline kind of thing, and then he's like, "You come and direct it, and then then go from there." Makes I sense. mean, I could, you know, there's so many stories that can be told in stuff like that, and I guess. You know the the you know the young Jedi is the kind of stuff that you know a lot of people want to see, but also there's so many stories that are kind of outside that kind of thing. Um, you know that that they could tell. I mean, what they, what they could what they could do is retroactively try and save those stupid mods that are in you know uh, in no. um, uh, what's it called uh, in Boba Fett um, because. Because, because those actual those characters have been in a lot of the Star Wars stuff, and you know the uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. He's when you're playing it, you come across characters like that all the time, but they're in like a built-up metropolis, mm. like Coruscant or Narshadar or something like that. Uh, so they fit in those kind yeah. of things. They don't fit in the middle of the bloody desert because it yeah. makes no sense. But it would fit if they're going around the kind of you know the you know, the streets of Coruscant or something. So maybe, I don't know, they might decide, let's try and, let's try and save those uh, those I've, people. Man. I've been listening to, I uh, still haven't finished it yet, but I've been listening to more of the, the Ronin, the audio book, which is the Ronin that was based on that little short story from Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking, damn, man, why can't this be a film? This would have been so cool. <laughs> what, why? Why don't we want to stick with the same formula? This would have been amazing. Yeah, but, like, exactly. So uh, the thing is, the old okay, um, I think the, the you know the Skywalker stuff, basically like the story of the Skywalkers, is pretty much done, right? Yeah. And now I think they could say like, okay, we've got this rich lore of like the old Republic and like you know things that are going on in in different kind of you know different kind of places and stuff like that. And I think they could quite easily just you know just go across that. They could yeah. even. They could the the one uh, I I've liked the Ronin stuff, but I kind of I've got six hours into it and I've kind of lost myself now. So I'm kind of just like there's so many characters like I've forgotten. Like they keep mentioning like one yeah, character, and I'm thinking who is this person? Like you know I've got I, I've got to skip back like maybe an hour or so to figure out how to do that. Characters. Yeah, when you when when you don't hit it hard straight away and get through it, yeah, you can't really take long breaks because you just completely forget. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like Dune. Like I've tried to come back to that like three, four times, and I'll I'll do I'll do forty minutes, and then be like, no, I'm done. You get why it's so hard? It took me so long, so many years to get through that book. It's just insane. Yeah, I want to see other force users, like other factions that aren't just Sith or Jedi, like other people that use the force and are one with it and full sensitive that just have their own little. Cults, <clears throat> damn. Like, yeah, give me something more interesting, something new. And we know that there are yeah. others. They're like witches, false witches. That there. So give me something. Yeah, focus on other. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I think I, I think the thing is, it's like they could do like what they're trying to do there today, where they're basically like, oh, we need to get uh, representation for every single nation and type of you know person in the world on in hollywood 
and also at the same time do the Star Wars stuff because we've got the Ronin. I mean, he could be he could be roaming around. He could come across like you know he come uh, come across like you know people in the mountains in like you know Nepal and stuff like that. And then he could come across like you know um, he come across like nomads in the Arabian desert who who may use like certain kind of force powers and stuff yeah. like that. And then come right. across like you know go to you know go to lands there where um you know you're you're like in a pseudo africa not actually africa but you're yeah. kind of like you know and then you then europe and then you know medieval europe like the you know the viking ones who kind of maybe think like using a a lightsaber is like unacceptable so they just use like they will force know, with different their hands. weapons they just, yeah. yeah yeah and that they can enhance like any weapon like so like an axe they could just like put the force through an axe mm. and stuff. they could just they yeah, could do just... that and basically encompass like every single kind of thing which is what they want to do but also at the same time keep it within the star wars yeah. universe so i think that would be quite interesting they don't have it yeah yeah that's true that is <laughs> that is true but also at the same time it's like um you know the the same jobs keep going to the same people which is yeah. which is always what happens um and when you get somebody else in they're like right okay we want to put our own agenda in and that's it and it's just like kind of just circle and circle and circle nothing really really ever ever changes man so yeah um speaking of that uh <laughs> the, the peacemaker finale oh <laughs> right oh <laughs> so peacemaker finale man has this caused a flipping split in the dc fandom really? or what oh my Why? what are people moaning about now that was so okay. fun come on okay it was fun i enjoyed it i enjoyed the hell out of it and i enjoyed the ending of it there as well which we'll talk about there in a minute however However, I, I don't know what it is. I honestly don't know what it is, but you've got this core of people, which, do you know what? Honestly, like, I've said this so many times. I love Zach. I love his movies. You know, going back to Dawn of the Dead and 300 and stuff like that. Sucker Punch, not so much. But, you know, Dawn of the Dead 300, yeah, kind of. I, I've really liked his films, but it's almost verging on a worship now where it's getting to the stage yeah. where it's like he he's the only one who can do it like people have people put up so much ridiculous stuff like you know um like basically um so you know in batman v superman where they're talking about um you know uh, alexander the great sword and the the sword mm. is the only one that could cut the gordian knot and, stuff yeah. like that. and then putting up a picture of superman there later where <laughs> where he's fighting against doomsday and somehow saying like doomsday's um bone <laughs> bone extensions are um the the same as Al the alexander's sword and they're cutting <laughs> superman who's Come the gordian knot and kind of trying to link it together and saying you yeah, give that so way too much credit now this is the level of craziness that people are going to, man. And like really like retroactively trying to put stuff in, which is just uh, just going crazy. So with this, obviously this Peacemaker uh, finale has been quite divisive because it's, it's cemented even more some of the people in their, um, in their kind of Snyder only situation. 
based on what Ray Fisher said as well, um, and um, and cemented other people into thinking, okay, yeah, that's fine. We like it. Let's move forward. Uh, maybe it's linked to DCU. Maybe there's a multiverse, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and other people who have just enjoyed Peacemaker for just the fact of mm. it's Peacemaker and it's just a, it's just a good um, program. So we kind of see at the end of the last one, obviously, like, uh, you know, the White Dragon is is dead, but he's actually in Peacemaker's mind. Like there's something that yeah. has embedded him into his mind. And that is very much like, okay, uh, and I haven't seen anybody say this online, which is bizarre. Um, the the Arkham games when the Joker dies and the Joker is in Batman's him, yeah. mind like all the time, right? And it's um, it's very much like that in the you know throughout throughout the the episode and stuff. Yeah, for me, um, it was like reminiscent of anyone that watched Dexter back in the day. It was a similar thing. You always had his dad, who who was already dead in his mind kind of like has a conscience on his shoulder and in the newer one, his sister, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be like that. And he's, this is always because of the trauma of what his dad put him through, man. His dad's always going to yeah. be there just screaming at him and saying how pathetic he is. It's going to be interesting. So the basic mission in this is that they're going to go to the area where the cow is, uh, which is like this, like this, basically this massive bug that releases this kind of, some kind of fluid that the butterflies kind of feed off and stuff like that. And, um, and their mission is basically to go and kill the cows so that then the butterflies have nothing to feed on. In effect, the butterflies are going to die. Um, and, uh, and then that's it. Uh, and to start off with, I don't know how that is the only cow that is there because they showed a map of the world and there was like butterflies all yeah. over it. <laughs> right. So, so, so they're shipping this stuff around the world or something. How can one yeah. cow provide enough food for them? Or oh, there's like multiple cows. There's got to be multiple cows, man. Come on. Like, you know, there's there's got to be, but I don't know. So but anyway. The way they, they reacted though, man, when it when it was dying, the, the tears in their eyes, like it was this endangered, this the precious thing that gives them yeah. life. So maybe. Oh, that's the thing, man. They were like, you know, those, those lot were like really like proper sad when it was kind of happening like especially the the um the leader the you know the cop basically she Goff. was like she like literally ran back into uh you know into the into the place there to do it um we <laughs> see like that i don't know a vigilante must have healing factor or something right because <laughs> this dude i don't know how the hell he right, how is exactly he gets so messed up and he's like somehow still survives i don't know how he still survives man but um this is the thing this is another thing about the splits in the dc fandom some cw fans are putting up photos of vigilante who was in the arrow first and i never knew there was oh. one but wow. there's now there's pics of yeah this is the arrow versus vigilante is so much better but it's like oh, you know goodness. no one gives a shit man honestly no one gives yeah, a shit. No so, um it's yeah so we basically get um you know uh peacemaker and um and his crew are all just basically going in to to kind of kill the cow um and it ends up um ends up getting revealed that you know basically the reason why the butterflies have kind of come here is to kind of like the standard argument that is always with humans which is basically like you're destroying yourself so we got it's like such a trope that is used in every single bloody 
film known to man like oh you're killing yourselves so we gotta stop you killing yourselves or, you're you're wrong, got, uh, you know, and then you've got one person who's basically like no but i see great in there they have great potential to be amazing species uh, it's like it's just it's such a joke but the the way it was the way it was done um i love the fact that um james gunn i think was poking fun at that like to say like actually this thing is a stupid trope and peacemaker just just like sod it i'm not listening to that he just he just well, yeah he just but i like the fact like, that he was he was struggling with it afterwards like did i just you know doom the human race and he was like I don't yeah maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. you know which we know so is before- a yes with how things are going <laughs> yeah. in like ukraine right now <laughs> yes. yeah he pretty much uh pr- yeah because there's a cow in ukraine and that's the reason why that's why the Russians they don't want to tell us there's a cow there's yeah. a cow there and they're all they're all butterflies so before this we get a setup because we kind of know there that peacemakers helmets do different things mm. um and we obviously they have x-ray vision in one of them um another one there is like anti anti gravity which is so hilarious because it's basically like they activate it by accident and it flies off and i'm just thinking if this is attached to his head yeah, it's up like that. Well, this but then he'd be sick. able to say, yeah, but he'd be able to say that anti gravity off though. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to. He wouldn't just like yeah, but fly him even away. if he's. I know, but that's the point. Like, even if he's one foot off the ground, <laughs> like he's been pulled up <laughs> by his by the top of his head, like literally from here, is pulling him up. I'm reaching. I know that I'm reaching, but I'm guessing it works kind of like the cannon helmet where it kind of has that <laughs> wave that's around him, like that force field. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like, takes him all up. <laughs> can you imagine, though, like the neck pain of being pulled God, up in the air by your head? So so obviously they can't use that um, that anti-gravity thing. They send Eagly after it. Eagly just, like, like, just like chips off, man. So, um, uh, which is the hilarity because it's kind of like they give give you this thing to kind of make it like okay eagerly is like this sentient being that kind of like you know understands what they're saying but then sometimes it's like nah he doesn't it's just like is it a fluke that he's hugging or is it just like I don't know. like a dog like, that's what dogs are <laughs> they just sometimes they do what you tell them sometimes they don't it's just how he is so the one that they're left with is the experimental one which is the human torpedo <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> helmet, right? And um, and basically, in one of the most joke scenes where I was like, I was like laughing my head off when I saw this was like was like um, uh, Amanda Waller's daughter, who I always forget the name of again. She basically comes in to like save the day. Um, and she's like, she has the helmet on, and she's like, activate human torpedo. Flies like, past them and right into the flies. wall. <laughs> exactly, and the 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 concussion that she must Ooh. have got from that there as well. But then later on, like, uh, what's it called? Um, Peacemaker reactivates the the um, helmet. Is like activate human torpedo. She basically flies into the cow, like, mm. and the cow just gets annihilated. Man, all the guts and everything come out and stuff. Um, and yeah, obviously it's just like it's the end end of the cow, man. Like proper Starship Troopers mission going on, going on there. You know what I mean? So that was that was proper entertaining, man. That um, that bit. Uh, and then um, within that time, obviously we see. Um, well, we got to speak on the fact that everyone got fucked up right before that. So we've got like, yeah. you know, the blonde chick just got sh- 
crap she shot got shot like i mean she got shot she had no armor on but somehow is surviving which is dumb no Why? pressure on the wound or anything <laughs> literally no wound pressure but she is james gunn's girlfriend in real life right so just, oh yeah he's not gonna a... kill her off yeah, so yeah. um so, so um so there's her and uh, did did the bearded dude get uh messed up as well I think he broke his leg, didn't he? His yes. bone was sticking he, he out. Tried to just, <laughs> he tried to chase bone. after Wallace <laughs> and he tripped over the fence and snapped his leg. <laughs> the bone was all sticking out and everything. Uh, and then he just like tried to do a military crawl like this, trying to get there. That was just wrong, man. And obviously Vigilante got shut up and stuff, man. And it was just like, and then he turns up and it's like, yeah, life is all right. Hell are you still alive? You know what I mean? He's definitely a he's definitely a metahuman. I, I can mm. I can he's definitely some kind of metahuman. And then obviously, like after all the destruction, Peacemaker sees the you know the blonde agent and she's obviously been shot and he picks her up and starts walking off there with her. Obviously, they're gonna take the hospital and stuff. Uh and then we see the Justice League turn up. Justice um, League with Two people missing, which is the thing that has divided the bloody DC fandom, uh, which is, uh, so we see the silhouette of Wonder Woman, Superman, uh, Aquaman, and Flash. And we have a little kind of chat between Aquaman and Flash, which is uh, quite interesting. (sighs) My Um, problem with that is that Aquaman, to a degree, has been rebuilt from with Snyder introducing him in a BV, uh, yeah, from BBS, I guess you could say. Mm. And he's kind of a bit more of a character you can take serious. But in this, they kind of just dragged him back down to just being the idiot <laughs> yeah. fish guy to say that he <laughs> has sex with fish. And even Flash says, but you do. Such a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly. you trying to de- deconstruct this thing that we finally built up to be a kind of cool yeah. kind of you know decent character that we just want to go back to just being this pathetic joke i don't i don't know if that was to sell barriers as just like a, a cheeky little shit basically or yeah. or whether that was that was you know the uh um the because because we had this thing earlier where just randomly peacemakers talking about green arrow and like yeah. how we like how he like wears like um a brony costume which mo actually told me what that was like because <laughs> i took my daughter to see my little pony like a while back and i didn't know what that was and then i then i went on the internet to search it and i was oh, like dear. what the hell have i just seen here so he's like he goes to he goes to these brony conventions and he basically has oh, yeah. the, the the butt cut out and stuff like that and it's just like oh my god what why did he even come out with that and then obviously like you know Stephen and mel didn't get the joke right he's <laughs> He's yeah, obviously, a bit, he's yeah, obviously a bit, uh, you know, a bit annoyed by that. So you, you hear that it was, um, oddly enough, it was the Marvel crew that shot Barry, Barry stuff. Guns yeah, so free crew. Yeah, so basically they were doing a screen test for the guy who played Murr mm. for Guardians of the Galaxy three, um, and then he's like, you know, can we? use your set to shoot to shoot the cameos basically so yeah they were shooting it on you know the marvel studio set which is interesting basically so um you know we we get some cooperation obviously between different things which is always makes me laugh because it's like um you know 
it's like when you get two boxers and they're hammering the crap out of each other in the ring, right? Mm. And then afterwards they shake hands and stuff. And and it's like, was that an act? Was that like a you know a hug. Uh, kind of thing? There they give each other a hug and stuff. And it's kind of like, um, you know the the you know the Marvel and DC is you know it's kind of the same thing they're all in the same business and stuff like that there basically so um apparently there was uh cyborg and batman, batman in yeah. this. um but they were both taken out by <laughs> by um uh you know by dc um, would they because... have would they have been on the, in the field as well or would they have been somewhere yeah is this because it was a body dub wasn't it for batman that kind of gave that away yeah yeah, so body double for Batman, and apparently Cyborg was there as well. Um, from you know, people are asking them like questions and stuff like that, and you know, there there was that there. Um, so, but but basically, like they hate Ray Fisher so much, right? That <laughs> there's absolutely no way they would ever bring Cyborg in there yeah. whatsoever, because <laughs> though it's like. Ray Fisher and WB is just like oh my god man it's like it's like unbelievable so so this is the jokes yeah Warner Brothers apparently it's Black History Month uh, that they have in the USA and Warner Brothers put up this thing saying DC celebrating you know black heroes so they put up Black Lightning and Naomi and um, and uh, you know some other characters and stuff and they had four characters and no cyborg Wow. Right, so it's like wow. celebrating black heroes in DC and literally <laughs> no cyborg. Ray right? Fisher have anything to say about that? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. He did have a lot to say about that. So yeah, so he's um, so that was the thing. He basically just he like laid into them, and I don't know whether that was before or after this this thing was kind of coming out, and DC were like, oh, we're going to cut him out of it, or they did it before. I, I have no idea. Um, so. Now there's all this speculation. Was this before the Flash film? Was this after the Flash film? I mean, this clearly looks like it's before because it's got the earlier suit of, of yeah. Barry. However, it does have Aquaman's new suit in it. Yeah. So, so I, so we don't know. We don't know. We'll, we'll see, man. Obviously, James Gunn's being quite tight-lipped because he apparently is going to be concentrating on DC TV uh, after uh finishing Guardians of the Galaxy 3 so it looks like they've they've just said to him mate stay on and and produce my my 600 pound life for (laughs) discovery discovery plus you know what I mean um so yeah good finale um looking forward to second season Warner, yeah, definitely. But Warner Bros. don't just give him the TV. Just give him all of it, man. You need someone who understands these characters in the universe who can kind of just orchestrate all of this. You need that one mind. You don't have that. Why not just let it be him? He has the passion for it, obviously. He doesn't have, I'm yeah, not saying he has well, to direct is... the films or write them, but just to help orchestrate the universe. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, there's something clearly happening there because Matt Reeves had just done a new interview where he's like, he's concentrating on the Batman universe, but like things are going to be, he's saying like things are going to be linked together. And um, there's a multiverse of sorts and stuff like that. So I don't know what their plan is in this, but I guess this kind of makes me want to watch The Flash more because I kind of think, okay, maybe there's going to be something in there which gives us some indication as to what the hell's actually I'd going on in be here. Very surprised if the Matt Reeves stuff connects to any of the other, because I can't. He's not that sort of director that really wants to be confined by having to, you know. 
he just wants to do the Batman his stuff. Thing, Batman his own thing. Tell his own only. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be hampered so by having to stick other characters in that you don't want. Yeah. He he says that his concentration is on like the Batman universe. So I guess that means, you know, the Batman, a proposed Catwoman series, um, Penguin, awesome. GCPD, yeah. uh, you know, and that that that's the thing that he's doing and that's fine he can concentrate on that as long as you know uh, uh, uh the more batman the better basically right <laughs> um so we'll we'll stick with batman there for the moment and some storyboards have linked online um which um kind of the actual person who actually made this has is now commenting on all the videos where this is actually coming up um because basically this guy and his wife made storyboards to send to wb for um the ben affleck batman versus deathstroke kind of scenes and stuff like that to say like we are storyboard kind of you know directors and stuff like that and we could make storyboards there for you to in effect as a pitch to come in to do it there for wb so this is not strictly from this is from the script batman film however it is more like the people who are making the storyboards you kind of um were knew the pitch and were like right let's show them what we can do as part of this um this kind of thing so uh obviously this is going around saying oh this is part of the Ben Affleck script, blah, 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 but it's not, guys. Yeah, so, right, right. Don't get too it, to um, explain people, it's like an animated fight, rudimentary animation, but it's, you still can clearly see it. Ben Affleck's Batman fighting against, um, what's his name? Manganiello. Yeah, uh, Joe yeah, so. Manganiello. Yeah, Joe Manganiello's Deathstrike, and then fighting. Yeah. And it's, it's a cool fight. It's really good. It's a shame. It is a yeah. shame that it's not the official, from the official script, but still, that's what it could have been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing, man. It's just like there's just so much potential for these kind of things, Mm. man. It's just like you know, um, it's it's just crazy. I kind of look at things and I think sometimes like things get made and they clearly have some kind of budget and stuff like that. And then you go, (laughs) uh, and then you see the other stuff doesn't get made, which could, apart from the fact the stars will obviously command a lot more money and stuff, just doesn't get made. Like I I watched this film called um, Fistful of Vengeance on on the week. Oh my god! Which was which was utterly atrocious. uh, Starring Eco Uwe's. Just a new Netflix uh, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried. I tried. I made <laughs> 15 minutes and I was like, no, what, what am I doing? No. It was the worst martial arts film I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and I've seen some really shitty films. So, but, uh, but I kind of watched that and I think, man, how did this get made? And then like other, you know, other stuff that could have had like a similar budget and stuff like that. Like, like you know, like... Um, in um in fast and furious there's that guy he's meant to be playing a japanese guy but i think he's actually chinese um who's in um and basically he like uh he's with um the other guy from tokyo drift and they're kind of building this like rocket basically oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. And they take it yeah. to space right um and it's like he's the main bad guy in this it's like would you look at this guy and be like man this is the this is the main 
bad guy. No. No, I looked. He's the one in the suit, the one that was kind of like their Tony yeah, Stark. Type. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was terrible. He was terrible. Mate, you have to. You basically had to watch that. Just like a, no. a terrible film no. to watch. I'm gonna watch that before the Batman, so my expectation becomes so low. <laughs> right, that it's like it's like can only go up from that after watching that horrendous film. So, um, Catwoman, obviously, we t- we talked about there as well. A few. Well, we haven't um, mentioned that you know they're gonna do a a show, probably mini series yeah, or something. I talked a little, said something about it, but yeah. But anyway, uh, you're which, right. Which is yeah, we spoke about it yeah. last week. That's what I wanted, and they're doing it. Good film, where it's like she's just going to robbing places in the middle of the night and crazy security and yeah. trying to get through this and that and you know. Um, uh, this, you know, I think they can make it super cool. In Hunted, it does do the typical thing of that's what she's doing, these big heists, and she steals from like, the wrong people, and then she kind of gets hired by a Batwoman to you know work on her behalf on the good guy's side to you know steal some shit. So yeah, yeah. So so yeah, I think I think that definitely has legs, and I would definitely like to you know like to see that basically going forward. Um, we also got some pictures of. Superboy, <laughs> kind of oh, like behind the God. scenes in Superman Lois. Superman Lois has kind of bit, not been around for a couple of weeks now. It's coming weeks. back again. Yeah. Um, it's going to be coming back again. There's two episodes which are going to be directed by uh, A to the Double J, as she calls herself, which is uh, Amy Joe Johnson, aka the Pink Ranger. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's got her two her two episodes that she's directing, so we'll see obviously what that is like uh she's obviously. saying they're going to be action-packed and stuff there so yeah we'll, we'll see obviously um, you haven't seen the episodes yet with this Superboy, but it's this stuff that was i was saying i was worried about last time when i was worried <laughs> about that last episode with how when we got a good look at bizarro he just kind of looked yeah. you know just yeah well this is face. the thing like, like are they starting to just not care now is this the typical cw formula where they start off good and then they just slowly just kind of give up hope as it as the show kind of goes on and cut the budget and it's like they're going for the craziest look of um uh of you know superboy that they could do which is like the connor kent superboy which is basically like the leather jacket with the spikes on it and the and the red trousers and he has a blue kind of fitted top basically but it's got like a mohawk yeah well he kind of has that you know in you know as Superboy, but the the thing is that's Connor Kent, which is the um uh the clone, mm. which is a clone Superboy, and obviously you've got John Kent, who is the who is the son of uh you know of Superman and Lois. So, but this one, I think the son with the red trousers on is called Jonathan, isn't he? And then the other other one, what's the other one called? I can't remember what the other one's called. I remember. Um, but but then now they've flipped John Kent into Connor Kent. Uh, and then the other one's obviously gonna have that. So, so it looks like he's gonna continue having powers while he's drugged up. You know what I mean? And it's like you're right about the CW stuff. They've blacked out his eyes a little bit, haven't they, to make it look like oh, he's yeah. a bit drugged up and he's a bit kind of. Dude, like... man. Please, <laughs> this was your good show. Don't ruin it by doing by going down this route. Just, just keep yeah, it good. Well, that, 
that's the thing if you blow the budget like literally yeah. straight away that's what's gonna happen man that's what's gonna happen um so yeah i i'm not sure about that but we'll, we'll obviously we'll review it next week guys when uh when the new episode comes out so um we're gonna be talking about a little bit about gaming now as well um there was a new game trailer uh which came out there which is you know to do with our universe basically uh the star wars uh the old republic trailer um for legacy of the sith man which is basically the new expansion uh in, uh, the, yes, in the online of course, mmo of course of course of course um, yes and uh, like usual man the cinematic trailers absolutely Be- better like, than the I mean, films you know how many times I've actually sat like with the previous ones, people that have compiled them together as like 4K mm-hmm. and this is like 40 minute long thing. You know how many times I've sat and watched those? Like they're, the be- they're better than the films. The last yeah. three, obviously. It's like, and the previous two, the three. It's, yeah. But that, that was my prediction about what they were going to do to Finn, right? Because when I watched, uh, when I, obviously when I, when I played SW, uh, SW Tour, which I still do now, but basically like, they had this character in there called Jace Malcolm. And Jace mm. Malcolm, even though he didn't have any force powers, he was an absolute badass of a character. He basically ended up becoming the general of the Republic with all the scars on his face and stuff when he's battling Darth Malgus and stuff. And had this mad minigun, laser minigun that basically would just hold and just fire like billions of rounds at people and stuff. And I was like, man, if they make Finn into that, it would just be such a badass character right but no <laughs> yeah they did not know what to do with him you know what i mean yeah they so just... just ruined him basically so um so yeah i mean um the the legacy of the sis trailer is basically about one of the things that a lot of people in uh you know star wars fans have been talking about for a, you know, a long long time which is like uh the jedi in effect take uh you know force users as children or babies and then kind of raise them up in like a monastery kind of thing based on their religious dogma pretty much to say you know you you go and become this and you've got to protect the republic um and the sith are more like you lead by your emotions and you do you know you, you basically follow your own whatever way you want to go um but what darth malgus is saying in this is basically both of them are wrong because the Jedi, the Sith have basically got this one thing that they want to conquer everything, rule everything, get to the highest levels of echelons and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the Jedi basically just want to protect the Republic, but also keep stealing children to put in, in, their, uh, in their temples, right? Um, but his mission is like, we can go and find these other kids that have been rejected by the Jedi and, you know, kind of, you know, what they can do and stuff. So um, that's going to o- probably occupy a lot of my life playing. playing I love it. <laughs> Which is just like, you know, that's the thing. I kind of, I've got to the end game in, in that because I completed basically everything kind of in it. And now just going around and doing, you know, whenever you play a game and it's like, you've done the whole thing, but then there's these crappy little missions where it's like, yeah, oh, you know, missions. can you go and, yeah. Can you go and, can you go and get this thing for me from here? And, you know, this guy's got it and he's a gangster or whatever. And, you know, just like crap missions like that, where you just think, oh, I can't be bothered to, to, to you know, to play it and stuff like that. But um, yeah, the, obviously the, the, the new one is going to be, 
that looks amazing, man. Why can't they just get the people who write that? That's what I was about to say. Like, you do. You got Disney Plus. You don't want to give them the films. Fine. You got Disney Plus. You need content. Just give these writers for this, and maybe in the directors of the animation of it. Just give them a little budget and let them do something. Come on. Do you think maybe they should do that as well? Like, they should actually get um, their own Star Wars editors to get all the cutscenes and all that kind of stuff and edit something together as a film and put it on Disney Plus. Right, like film. all the stuff from those. But there's so much of the Old Republic. I think that needs to be a show. That needs to be an ongoing thing. And they can yeah, do it what now. I'm saying is from the game. So, like, yeah. you know the stuff that you see on YouTube? If yeah, they yeah, brought yeah. that on Disney Plus to like a wider audience or something, exactly. um, I think it'll be. I think a lot of people would be would be watching about that and commentating, commentating on it. Um, but from one thing that we really do want to see to one thing that nobody bloody asked for in the world, which is like uh, spawned so many memes all over all the DC forums and stuff, which is like, <laughs> um, which is like, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> but like it says like a lot of them say like fans and it said um it said uh wb is like asking the fans like oh what would you like and that fans are like man is still too <laughs> like Obviously. batman movie <laughs> you know batman movie justice league 2 blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then, then Warner brothers are like wonder twins is that what you asked for <sighs> like so so we've still got one. We got Wonder Twins now, and we still got Our Man, which apparently is still in development there as well. Which also nobody that. has asked for there as well. Dude, Wonder Twins even still in the comics? No, no, they're <laughs> long gone. Why? Long gone. <laughs> long gone. Is there some like seventy-year-old um, executive somewhere at Warner Brothers that watched used to watch the like cartoons or something when they were kids? It's like, oh, I wanted to bring them back. The kids will love that. Okay, so what I'm going to say is slightly controversial. Oh, go for it. <laughs> but um, the Wonder Twins have got that kind of gender fluidy vibe kind of thing, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? So they have to, they need each other to to gain powers. They basically have to come together as the two different genders. To, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, that, that, that. Mm, yeah, I can imagine that. I can see it now in like the little discussion around the table with music. So it'd be perfect. It's perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then probably not wrong. If they do it right, which they won't, it's going to be <laughs> W. So, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They're obviously thinking to themselves, right, how do we get this in some kind of storyline or or whatever because basically they're like um you know there's always something that comes up and they're like uh you know you know some idiot executive is going to be like basically banging his fist on the desk saying like marvel put a gay character in eternals where's our character i want our character now like that and then it's like okay fine yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll make the Wonder Twins, right? And you know, they'll be like, it's, it's like, dude, seriously, man. Um, they're all chasing each other to like, you know, outdo each other in the in that kind of world. That's what I reckon, anyway. I'm, I'm. That's mm. my theory on it. I, I could be, you know, I could be wrong, and quite often I am wrong about these things. But um, you know, that is my thought process about it. In in effect, what the Wonder Twins are is basically they don't have powers by themselves, but they have to basically be with each other and combine in order to do it. And I guess that could be an interesting enough story if 
it was like one person decided, oh, I don't want to be a hero anymore, and I got to kind of go out on my own. Obviously, that's going to be one of the stories in the show. Gonna happen, uh, which is what's going to happen. Um, but you know, um, if you're going to go like that, you might as well go really messed up and be like conjoined twins kind of situation. You know, I watched this documentary. Horror. I watched this documentary where I felt so sorry for the people because they were like there was like one they were conjoined by like the head and they can't be separated because they share like blood supply to each brain or whatever. And one of them was like, oh I wanna I wanna go on a date or something and the other somehow I don't know, went on a date or something like that. And then the the other one is like, oh no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I want to stay at home. What was TV? It's like Ross, mate. You literally are joined together. So yeah. if is that one, the one that's decides... joined at the body or the one that's joined at the head? They're joined at the head, like literally yeah. like have you seen the one where it's thing, the yeah. the girls that's got the one body but the two heads? And one head wants to be like the country singer, and the other one has no control over the body like they they can only do what the other one wants to wow. do and you just think well, how does how is that life like well, yeah again going on dates and stuff it's like oh yeah that that's way? just that's just, yeah that's the thing man so i you wonder twins a lot of interesting stuff but uh, it's going to be the standard trope you yeah. know that's the thing you know men and women have to work together to make yeah you know fight or whatever yeah quite yeah, evil and stuff like that so do you okay so uh, this year we had a new category going in the oscars right and um the new category is fan favorite category which you can actually go and vote for um and the, i guess the reason why they did that is basically so that they could make it more popular because the oscars kind of is going down and down nobody's really to appease people that want the blockbusters to win something yeah yeah so what do you think is leading at the moment oh i know no googling oh, oh i you know. know already i know i know okay you've seen it already <laughs> <And> i'm absolutely <laughs> disgusted <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to tell everybody what it's leading right well from the article i read it was uh amazon's cinderella Yes, Amazon Cinderella, which is <laughs> an abomination of a <laughs> of a movie. Uh, it's if, like... if that if that abomination wins, um, you know, uh, wins the Oscar, it's... then that's going to be. So this is another thing that uh, Snyder fans go nuts about because they're like, basically, because in effect, um, they're saying that Justice League was a, a director's cut of the 2017 or 2018 Justice yeah. League, um, because it's a director's cut, it's not eligible for fan favorite, whatever. Um, so that's got no eligibility. But it, in, in, a, in a world where Spider-Man is coming second to Cinderella... On and I blame no Snyder fans for voting on Cinderella. And they're not thinking ahead. <laughs> oh, you have to think God. of the long-term damage that trolling like this causes because... These crappy directors and the crappy writers, they now can say that they have an Oscar-winning movie if this wins, which it looks looking like it will do. And Hollywood, as far as they're concerned, these guys are yeah. successes. They made an Oscar-winning picture. So Warner Brothers would be like, hey, why don't we give them our next Batman movie? That's the long-term damage you have to think towards. <laughs> that these people could end up having control over something you love. And it's yes, your fault. Deathstroke. 
<laughs> Deathstroke by the directors of Cinderella. That's it's what you have to think of. Be responsible and don't troll. Come on, man. Oh my god, they're gonna probably do King Shark or something like King Shark, yeah. directed by the directors of Cinderella. But it's true. That's the um, Hollywood thinks, man. They don't. Oh, that's god. exactly what they're gonna do. Some. Do you know? Sometimes you'll get somebody who directs like an Oscar-winning film, like a you know, like a like a short film or or, yeah. or you know something that doesn't really get much traction. And forever they will just be given stuff like continuously, like yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, because you've got that thing that is like oh i'm an academy award winner or you know or or whatever basically so um yeah that's that's bizarre to me man if that wins that is an abomination that seals for me the death of the oscars right because um you know you've even tried to put in a fan favorite category and they're voting for one of the worst things ever you might as well it also shows you just can't trust people anymore the whole concept of fan voting on social media, you just can't trust it anymore because people just cannot be trusted. It's, uh... There, There is a silent majority who enjoy yeah. garbage, right? For example, I... I have uh, basically on my on the film forum that, that I'm on, there's a lot of people raving about this film, Kimmy, starring... Um, uh, what's her name? Kravitz. Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Um, and I, I only watched it because I was like, uh, Catwoman. <laughs> and basically, yeah. let's see, let's see. Because the only thing I could remember Zoe Kravitz in back in the day was, uh, was X-Men. And I'm thinking, I haven't really seen much else oh, yeah. that she's been in. Because she was that butterfly thingy yeah. in X-Men, right? I can't remember what it was. So, um, so yeah, you know, I just thought, okay, let me watch that. And people were giving this five out of five and stuff like that. And I was like, this is like, this is like the most basic filmmaking storyline, poor level quality yeah. of film. Um, but there's a lot of people watch it and be like, yeah, this is amazing, man. This is like so great. I love it, you know. Um, and yeah, and I, I actually I blame Netflix for that because Netflix has conditioned people into thinking their their TV series and stuff usually is pretty high quality. But their films Film. are atrocious. And they've con- yeah, and they've and <laughs> and they've conditioned people into thinking the 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 shit that like me and like my family and and friends used to go to the back of Blockbusters to get like a really shitty film to like watch for the for the weekend and stuff like that. They've conditioned people into thinking those films are like top tier quality. Um and uh, and yeah, You're and now partly to blame because you watch these things. <laughs> you go out of your way to find these films and watch them, and that contributes to the algorithm where they think. And oh, then I, I like give this. them a thumbs down. I give them a thumbs down every single time. I'm the person who gives them. I'm the person who rates all these films thereafter. I'm the one who goes onto onto Amazon Prime Video and writes a horrendous review of yeah. like some of the worst films that I've ever seen, like Coma. Oh my god, you still need to see Coma, Eds, man. Like, you know, even if you just watch the first ten minutes, <laughs> I want to have a review of what, what you can't think oh, of. Right. So we've got George R. R. Martin, who, dude, you should be writing Game of Thrones. They never finish Game of done. Thrones off, and right? I think he realizes no one cares anymore. <laughs> no one cares anymore. Yeah. So now he's apparently doing uh, Marvel Comics Wild Cards, um, which is. I think it'd be uh, a film. 
Um, but I have no idea what wild cards is. Um, and I, I'm going to have to Google it now. So uh, do you know anything? I do it sounds not. a bit fringe to me. Um, but, you know, it's like, I, I don't know, like who, who pitches this kind of stuff? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, uh, there's so many other kind of characters and stuff like that that's coming. Um, let me have a look and see what it says. So uh, it's called Wild Cards, the drawing of the cards, right? And it is basically about... Um, it is a saga set in a new world reshaped by the emergence of superpowers so it looks like a 1940s kind of thing it's got like um like a noir kind of um detective and like a um uh what's it called a a fighter pilot like a 1940s fighter pilot Mm. so it's kind of the emergence of superpowers in those in those days so, so this yeah. is its own little pocket thing that doesn't affect doesn't affect proper. any anything. Yeah, in fact, it may. I've got to read this properly because it may actually even be a comic series that he's doing. In which case, if it is a comic series, dude, why are you not writing finish writing Game of Thrones, mate? Instead, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's bored um, of it. That's why he's got. He's bored of <laughs> he's it. He's been yeah. doing it for decades. He just hasn't. Have you ever li- have you ever listened to those audio books? Oh yeah. Like, you know, oh yeah, they're so hard to listen to. Man. Like, I loved them. I did love so them too. Yeah. Like I, what it what got me annoyed though is when it got to the point where it split mm. in the time where not the timelines where it only followed this group of characters for one book and then different group for the other book over mm. the same sort of time. But yeah, and I was like, yeah, this is getting too mad now. I can't, I can't believe this. <laughs> too mad, yeah. I mean, the law stuff that people do on uh, on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, is those are amazing. Cool, man. It's pretty interesting to kind of watch and stuff like that. Um, so keeping with like fringe characters and stuff like that, uh, Fifty Cent um, <laughs> yes. is I've been waiting for this. Explain 50, who the hell this 50 is. Cent. So this is a thing, like okay, so Fifty Cent uh, apparently is, um, which I'm I'm going to bring up the uh, the article now. Um, Fifty Cent is um, is basically like got a um, a production team, um, production unit, which is called G Unit, right? And yeah. they're developing a live action movie based on Christopher Priest's uh, Zero comic, right? So uh, the thing about Zero was that even though Zero is a DC Comics character, it, it was basically there for like three years and had no real impact on any of the DC universe mm. and then disappeared. And now Christopher Priest actually owns the rights to it. So there's actually no rights that belong to DC. So this is, even though this is being portrayed as a DC film, this has got absolutely nothing to do with DC. Hence why. Whatsoever. Hence why um, 50 wants it. Because, yeah, he can get in in the superhero movie exactly, game. Exactly. And have his own little control. And he's had success over producing stuff now. You know, we all know how successful Power's been, all the spin-offs and all the various shows that he's been doing. See, yeah, he most likely won't even be acting in this. Hopefully, one he's got sense not to do it. Just... No. So what he's what he said is, there's no one better than Christopher Priest to bring G Unit film and TV into the world of comic book superheroes. Um, said Jackson, uh, watch as we build Zero into a franchise alongside Christopher and Color Farm Media. I can't wait for the world to meet Trainwalker in an all new way. Um, so I mean, it's basically the, the who is yeah. the character? Who is Zero? 
so zero is basically this like government assassin who happens to be a black guy but basically he's got the he's i'm laughing because this is like so ridiculous but it's kind of it's not it's going to play into a certain audience who are going to like this which is basically like he has the power of invisibility where he can kind of like change his appearance and stuff kind of like huh? mystique style right so he okay. changed his appearance to a white guy a white blonde guy so he can go and do his spying basically right um and that's the thing yeah um so he's kind of like he he kind of he doesn't fit in like um you know the the world of like you know uh african-american people and he also doesn't fit in the white world because he's kind of pretending yeah. to be that kind of thing it's also set very slightly in the future like 25 years so um and and it's and it's kind of like james bondy kind of style basically right so the only thing that um that you know is interesting about it um is that um there's the um the pro- other production company that is doing it it's called illuminous right and the guy who um who did um who's basically like the ceo of it did a lot of the comic books with greg rucker with the batman detective comics kind of mm. run and stuff like that so um yeah i mean it's uh, you know it's interesting in that in that point of view but i don't know how far you can go into it because there's no there's no ip there there's no like uh yeah. oh we've got loads of characters and stuff it's literally one dude who's like a um you know black undercover kind of thing um you know spy and basically disguise himself as, as a white guy and you know but I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna play. Now. Yeah, that don't. Yeah, that don't sound particularly interesting and not particularly timely either. They might have to change some stuff. But yeah. Well, that's the thing. He says in there that we're gonna do an all new take on it. So I would suspect they're gonna be doing, you know, um, things that are, you know, maybe a bit more modern. I mean, I kind of, I kind of still think to myself like. You know, especially TV in, in America has a, has quite a long way to go on certain things because it's like it's now kind of obviously it's not acceptable really to um, you know to to put up stereotypes and things of of you know African Americans and stuff like that. But it seems to be perfectly acceptable to do it to Latinos and Arabs and Indians. Like Indians on American TV are portrayed as like the most stereotypical like you can get. Pretty much still. Um, even though there is so, a bit of a campaign to bring back Apu to Simpsons <laughs> by an Indian but, comedian, which I think, I think yeah. Apu is fine, man, because Apu was like basically a business owner. He was, yeah. When you were, yeah, and the thing is, when you when when you're a kid, he's like really the only brown man on TV. You know what I mean, yeah, it was like Apu basically like was it was like whoa, it's actually a brown dude. This, you know what I mean? And he owes a business. He owes a legit business, basically, right? He's literally the only kind of legit person that is. Yeah. Uh, that is oh, and there was there. the. I think his name was Carl. Maybe I don't know. Maybe pulled out of the air. But there was a black guy who worked at the power station as well. The yeah, power yeah, park. yeah. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, there was literally like yeah, there was like two of them and the doctor. Um, oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. the doctor as well. So yeah, there was that was that was pretty much it. But it's kind of like yeah, I. I I, I don't mind that but I'd, i I've, i'll have to see a trailer and stuff there for this because i'm kind of like uh i've i've got to a stage now where i kind of think okay if you're gonna portray 
certain people kind of well, then I think you've got to go across the board there and have, you know, good characters of every ethnicity rather than picking, you know, one group and saying, you know, that's that's the best thing to do. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, James Bondian, maybe. I don't know. What else is 50 Cent produces? The series called Power, apparently. There's Power and there's a bunch of spin-offs um, from that. Of characters so, from that. And they've been very successful. And um, what's it? The B, Black, BML? His TV stuff's done well. He knows he knows his audience. So if he's tar- if he's looking to target that audience, which most likely is, you know, it could, could if it's good, it might, you know. Right. Yeah, the they're case don't to, sound that interesting, not to be honest. It's it's weird because then it's like you've got to now make up characters. Yeah, to expand the universe, which I don't know how many people are going to be interested in that. You know, what uh, I mean? like, let's be honest. How many people that are, are consider themselves fans of the MCU? How many of the real sort of regular people out there in the world actually read any of the comic books? You know, no, they never no, read a, they, they never read an probably, Iron Man comic in their life, but they fell in love with the character from the films. It's like you know when WandaVision came out, there was this uh, graphic novel which then appeared in like I feel sorry for W. H. Smith sometime, which is a, a, a retail shop news agent kind of shop in the UK, because somebody's obviously told them, look, WandaVision's coming out, you need to stock stock this graphic novel. So it, basically, every W. H. Smith that I you know that I went into like in the area and I travel around the country there all the time they've always got this wonder and vision it's called wonder and vision uh graphic novel and it just sat on the shelves there forever nobody's (laughs) buying it right because it's like no kid's gonna be like oh yeah I really like that wonder vision (laughs) let me go and get that graphic novel which actually coincidentally looks nothing like the show that I've actually wrong audience there yeah yeah (laughs) it wasn't a kids film was it Kitchell, no, 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 exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I will, we'll see. Obviously, that trailer and see how that goes down. Um, and one, one thing that's definitely not for kids um, is the thing that we're gonna finish up on there today, which is uh, the new trailer for the boys animated <laughs> Diabolical. Right, this looks crazy. Um, yeah, this is like this is basically like the comic books, right? And I've got a feeling they're gonna go mad like they did like they do in the comic books it's an anthology so different animation for different stories so I wonder how many episodes maybe like 8 or 9 because the thing is they did have like um, they had obviously the main storyline of the boys Mm -hmm. but then they'd always have these little kind of things which would be like um, completely separate from it so it'd be like um, say you know the, the story of Butcher you know be like his kind of backstory um and like you know the the story of frenchie like you know when you know and the you know different kind of things like they they kind of have these different different separate kind of things or like the story of the um you know the the superheroes in in a completely different um you know uh completely different part of that universe so i'm wondering if they're doing stuff like that and the cool thing is is that um when this was actually made um and um you know they designed the boys story uh boys uh you know uh, comic book um the whole point is that in that is that they um they designed uh, simon Pegg 
as uh, as the as the character. And in this, Simon Pegg is actually in it, voicing. Love (laughs) it. So everything's gone full circle, man. Simon Pegg is voicing the character that they based uh, the perfect. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, man. So I think the boys is gonna be a perfect antidote to um, a lot of the you know just the, the very kind of super over the top stuff that we're going to get this year because we're going to get a lot of that um and the boys is going to be like you know down to earth kind of crazy um down to earth <laughs> so yeah. what earth do you live in <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing man i get i don't know somewhere somewhere <laughs> something, something some uh you know crazy missions are going on man you'd be like you know it's like um what there was a russian athlete who's like 15 and they, were, and yeah. they, giving, they were they were basically they were basically giving her some drugs to like slow, slow her heart down and stuff like that so that she could do all the moves without any nerves and things like that and it's like this is a 15 year old you're like <laughs> like giving these drugs to. and they let her so carry you, on they let her complete it's crazy exactly exactly um and that uh, and that's the thing like you know if they're doing that and those are the things where you've got to have rules what are they doing to battlefield troops where there's the rule only rule is win basically right um so you know i mean we think about we think about 70 80 years ago when they were giving uh amphetamines yeah meth, uh, methamphetamine me- to, to you know to troops. the nazi troops what have they got now that they're giving giving to people you know what i mean they're probably <laughs> i don't know they're probably giving some crazy crazy shit to these people man so we're not that far off you know hey we're, we already spoken it once before about you know the remains of the Thracian army that they're trying to breed and bring back <laughs> yeah, <the> yeah. Dead. <laughs> yeah exactly no limits. exactly everybody's gonna yeah once that happens everybody's gonna start doing it oh let's dig up the spartans and like take some dna <laughs> out of the bone yeah. marrow and stuff like that and the greeks will become like this so major mad. major force again in the world you know what i mean yeah that that would just be hilarity man um yeah so so yeah man tons of stuff to look forward to um you know that that's coming up and things like that but it seemed like at the moment it's obviously a bit of a of a lull in the uh you know in the content um that is uh that is kind of coming I, out i don't see it as a lull i see it as a as a chance for us to get our breath <laughs> prepare ourselves to prepare our wallets and be prepared so our bodies are ready be prepared be awesome. prepared yeah that is true that is true man for the you know, for the Obi Wan trailer, which nobody has seen yeah. yet, even though it's meant to be coming out in like, you know, um, you know, whatever, whatever time. It wasn't there something. I, there was something that I've forgotten on here, which is actually meant to be coming out in a few months, but we haven't even seen a single trailer for. Um, mm. I can't remember what it is now. There's something that's coming out in a few months. Oh, literally... it's the Andor. Is it Andor? That character from the Rogue and- One. No, 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 there was, there was a trailer there for that. Oh, but there's yeah. something that, else. It was, it was a teaser, basically... though. It was barely a trailer. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That That's also, you know, that um, a lot of people, you know, on the film forum and stuff as well are really liking because they're like, the only thing they liked in the sequels was Rogue One. So mm. maybe, but I don't know, man. Who's asking for Andor, you know what I mean? <laughs> want to yeah. see you know you know what i mean there's so many other things that all you know that you want to see and stuff like that i want to see the story of that wookie 
bloody bounty hunter, like just going around <laughs> yeah. the galaxy. Like, yeah. you know he mean? was interested. Like, yeah, I want, I want to see that storyline. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, so guys, um, you can uh, you can email us on dcvsmarvelpod at gmail.com and you can also um, go to the Facebook page DCVS Marvel Podcast and let us know. Uh, about the topics there from today and also what would you like to see in uh, in star wars and stuff there as well um we've got some um uh, we've got some messages there as well we'll get to those um next week uh which is kind of um about uh aquafina and stuff like that we'll we'll talk about that because me and Ed need to <laughs> need to kind of figure out what we're going to say about that there first before we kind of uh, before we talk about that and stuff um if you guys uh want to um listen to uh the latest reviews and things like that on all tv and movies you can find Ed's on the other uh his other podcast there as well which is talking at the movies guys go check that out for movies and tv news yeah and uh only two weeks to the Batman, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> finally going to be here. Can't exactly. wait. Exactly. Exactly, guys. So uh, we'll see you again next time. See you later, guys.